0: Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See bball B ball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: Welcome back to Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He is Big Chris Newton. We come at you. Every single week here during the NFL season and the training camp leading up to it, we bring you the best podcasting Buffalo Bills coverage that could possibly exist. Sitting across from me is the big man himself, and I gotta ask, Big Newt, we're a week in a training camp. How you living?
2: I'm living large, man. The dog days of summer are starting to wind down. Uh, the Woolridge Ridge Wildcats, we had our first practice yesterday, so we starting to get in it. I like the smell of the grass and the dew in the morning, and Ooh. I love all those things, man. So when the kids start strapping it up, the Bills in training camp, we can still talk about a little football. We're two days away from live football, the Hall of Fame game, the Raiders against Jaguars. Uh, as of this recording, we just read about 30 minutes ago, the Ian Rappaport reported that uh, Trevor Lawrence – and uh, Travis 18 will not be suiting up. I am a little disappointed about that. I was looking forward to seeing Travis 18 since he was out last year because of a leg injury. Um, but Devontae Adams, I'm, I'm eager to see him in uh, that Raiders black and silver. So I, I want to see some real football, and we're about 50 hours away from that.
1: Yeah, the Hall of Fame game, being that it's so early in training camp, is traditionally not well played. But it doesn't matter, does it? It's like we're we're finally breaking through into football season, and I usually end up with I'm just I'm just longing so much for anything football related that I'll sit there and watch Scrubs on two teams that I don't care about.
2: I know that's right. <laughs> you, know? you know, and then you got the USFL stuff, and I like I don't get into that. I don't. I mean, I'm not that thirsty for football. but <laughs> I'll watch that on baseball. So. Um, this weekend, I took a uh, big fellow up to uh, D.C. Nats Park, and we saw the Cardinals. They were in town. And so uh, we wound up winning that series 2-1, and then Sunday we went to the uh, Missy's game. They played Seattle. So we got to see uh, Sue Bird in her last hurrah D.C., so the incomparable, one of the best to ever do it. So, yeah, we had a good sports weekend, but I wanted to spend some time with him since we've been on the road with Simone so much.
1: Well, that's, that's a nice thing to do. And I do have the bone to pick with you in that um, here you were in D.C. You never did reach out. But...
2: Well, I figured that I'm going to be seeing you in a couple of weeks because we're going to do our annual, uh, you know, our two years is coming up here in a couple of weeks. So I figure I'll come up and devote that time strictly and only to you. So. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, um, to let the listeners out there know what we're going to be touching on today, Man, there's some big news right now, and it is not Buffalo Bills related, but I don't know how you can talk about football without touching on the Deshaun Watson suspension, which appears to be, it's not official yet, but it appears to be it's going to be six games with a fine. And people have feelings on this. You are one of the people that has feelings on this, but not from the perspective that I was expecting.
2: Yeah, I, we touched on this before. We've been dealing with this for a year and a half now, and the ruling came out that Deshaun Watson would be serving a six-game suspension the NFL Players Association, knowing that the ruling would be minimal, that they decided that they're not going to appeal it. Um, I've been reading a lot of things the last 24 hours on Twitter, which I don't think is cool. Um, but from the simple fact, you're you're more than able to voice your opinions. That's fine. I just think some of them are off base, and I might face criticism for it. And once again, we can interact on Twitter as long as you'll be respectful. We all know that the league has always been soft on violence towards women. I mean, yes. that's, that's well documented. Um, and I don't think that's right per se, but if you're going to talk about Deshaun Watson and to say that he needs to serve another year, then I need you to have that same energy towards Ben Roethlisberger who had rape allegations and sexual assault charges pressed against him. You also need to talk about Robert Kraft, who got caught uh, getting massages and more massages. He Mm -hmm. didn't get any kind of uh, fines or any suspensions levied upon him. So I need you to have that same energy, and I just don't see the same energy. Um, I
1: think that uh, what I'm seeing right now is I'm seeing people invoking Ben Roethlisberger from the perspective of he got six games from one accusation. And Deshaun Watson had twenty-four accusations and got the same got got the same suspension. Okay. And when you compare that to like Calvin Ridley, who got a minimum of one year for placing one 1500 hundred dollar bet on one game on his team. On his team to win that he wasn't participating in. When you compare it to those two, it seems it seems light.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's disproportionate. But that's why I led off. What I said is they've always been soft on soft towards Whitney. so yes. I was expecting that. I'm just talking talking about specifically Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Okay, and my thing is, and like we said, we talked about Ben Roethlisberger, we talked about Robert Kraft, but then. Let's look at the timeline of how this went down. Okay. Let's review it. Okay. Deshaun Watson wanted a trade out of Houston. Right? Yeah. So now all these allegations come up, all these women just magically pop, pop, uh, pop up. Now, when they investigated it, we found out that the Houston Texas, knew about these things. But you decided to, okay, if you want to be a discriminant employee. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make you look bad in the uh court of public opinion. So you sat all out last year. You still paid them, but you sat out, right? So now you finally trade them. Now this year you investigate. All these things come up, and as soon as Houston, Texas came out that they, they knew about what was going on. They, they were paying these women to come there to do these things, and most of the time it happened on their premises. It happened on their ground. As soon as that all coming up in the uh, allegations are in the court, I'm sorry, in the court, then you notice how quickly we, we tied this up and sewed it up and let's get on with football? It happened almost instantly.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that makes me feel like you did it solely just to disbarge this young man in the court of public opinion. And then once you did that, it's kind of like, okay, let's just make it go away now. Let's pay these women off. Make it go away. It's interesting because
1: thinking of it from the perspective of the Texans, what you're creating is a distressed asset, which means if you are coming up with all of these issues, because they already paid him. He was already making a, a ton of money. If it came down to the point where you had to trade him, you have a distressed asset and you can't get as much for him. That is true. So <clears throat> it seems like they are cutting; they were cutting off their nose to spite their to spite face. Their face. And, exactly. and, I, and I don't un- understand why that would be the case.
2: Because when you're dealing with rich people, you're dealing with egos and okay. they don't care. You're not going to make me look bad. And I, I simply think that that's exactly what it is. If you want what you don't want to be here, okay, I'm going to ruin you. I don't care if I have to lose millions of dollars doing it. Because what's millions of dollars to me? I'm a billionaire. Right. That's why Deshaun Watson had to sit there quietly out last year and take it. Because Deshaun Watson, he's a quarterback. He's known. He's a millionaire. But the owner is a billionaire. He's a billionaire. You're not going to be able to beat him. So he had to sit there and be quiet and watch his name get drugged through the mud. Now, if you want to talk about what he did, whether that's right or wrong, now we're talking about moral things. We're talking about moral, but he was never he was never convicted, or he never went to court, uh, got charged for anything criminal. That was over quickly. So now it became civil suit. And so when you're dealing with civil suits, that what, one thing once you hear civil suits, all that is at that point is money. So now you got these sixty women who don't come up, come forward with their names. They're just getting paid. They don't have to have names or anything so we just hear these numbers oh it's 20 women oh it's 40 women it's 66 women so we're in smoke it must be fired well, none of these women put their name on it. there's no criminal uh suits it's all civil so they just wanted to get paid off which they did i did find
1: it eye-opening that two grand juries met and decided that there was not sufficient evidence to try this that said There are some very detailed accounts of what happened, Mm -hmm. and it's disgusting. And if he did these things, there there deserves to be a punishment of some kind, whether that remedy is financial or jail time or suspension. If he did these things, he, he probably needs a more harsh penalty than what he's receiving. We're, again, we're talking about morality here. Now, right. the term that Kyle Brandt talked about in Good Morning Football on the NFL Network is the term nonviolent sexual assault, mm-hmm. which keeps coming up. And it's an oxymoron. Because even if you didn't hit the person, hold them down, it doesn't matter because the act in and it of itself... Is laced with violence, and and the the perpetrator is inflicting fear on the recipient of it, and that is that is a form of emotional violence and abuse. It's it's a horrible story. I I, I hate that we have to talk about this, and I hate that the Browns made him the richest player in the history of the NFL.
2: <laughs> I i 100 percent agree with everything you just said yeah but once you set that precedent then you're opening up Pandora's box because once again and i, and I keep going back to this my my, be- my best friend played in the nfl for 10 years i was there and was it a lot of inappropriate things involved yes <laughs> okay yes we're dealing with rich dudes with women Climbing through windows and trying to get to their hotel room. So it's all this incompetent. So once again, hear my words. I agree with everything you're saying. I know. But yeah. if you if you decide to go down this road, then you better be able to once again we see it with the Texans. If you want to suspend Watson for the whole season, I'm cool with it. But Dad Gummy, you better talk about what what about the Texans? What about yeah. these owners? What about what about your boy for the Cowboys? We see all kind of inappropriate. You can Google, you can Google. Uh, uh, what's your boy with the Cowboys? Uh, oh, the owner's name. The owner. You know what I'm, I'm talking Jerry about, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Thank you. It's all kind of. You can Google his name and girls, and you can see him in suites with all kind of inappropriate pictures on the internet. So you better be prepared. If you want to open up Pandora's box, then you got to make it league wide. I'm talking about coaches. I'm talking about personnel. All that stuff that happened with the Washington Commanders. Yes, if the owners. You better. You better. The Texans need to be involved, and that that owner who knew about it, he needs to be uh, implicated. Okay, so that's my only problem. Don't just throw Deshaun Watson under the bus. That's what I'm sticking up for, and I have no dog in the race. But, yes, when I see some of the things that I'm reading on Twitter, I have to say I'm pulling the card right now. We're doing this because this is a black quarterback who just got paid and people don't like it. Because, like I said, if you look at the facts, I have no problem. Once again, I have no problem if you say, well, he deserves more time. But, Dummy, you better go out to Jerry Jones. You better go out to the Texans. You better go out to all these other rich people who have been known to do inappropriate things. You better go out to Daniel Snyder, who's with the Washington Commanders, who all kind of inappropriate things happen on his watch in his organization. That's all I'm saying. Come yes. with when you talk to me, you better come with the same energy. I'm cool with it. Hey, Deshaun Watson deserves another year. Okay, but well what about these people? Oh, oh, well, it ain't the same. see. Would miss me with that. <laughs> Once you start ho humming, then you going to miss me with that. If we're gonna if we're gonna talk this line, then everybody has to talk the line, not just the black quarterback. OK, I'm far.
1: so I posted on Twitter that the message from the NFL is if you're going to commit a crime, make sure it's against women. Yeah, they are going to go light on. Yeah. So is it? Let me ask you a question here. And I'm I'm being devil's advocate. Do you think it is more about race or is it about the
2: everything is about race? You cannot discuss topics in this country without being embraced. And people don't want to hear that, but I'm just telling you the truth. Okay, so people don't even want to talk about critical race theory. Oh, we don't even want to hear about it. Well, we don't want to talk about how slavery in this country is part of the history, but it might make Jimmy and Amy feel bad. It might make them feel bad, so we don't want to talk about it.
1: So here's my question. Okay. When you look at the suspensions or non-suspensions that happen to owners, is it more about the economic class where you have the players who are the working class and the owners who are the bourgeois who are making the rules? Is it more about them just having more power because they have more money? Because you know Snyder, Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft, they're going to get little to nothing because the person who hands out the the punishments is an employee of the owners. So is it more about Mm -hmm. the people with more money get away with more? I've said it many times before you, you are guaranteed to get your money's worth in two places in life in toilet paper and attorneys. You are going to get your money's (laughs) worth uh, Mm -hmm. out of both of those and billionaires afford can afford better
2: attorneys. Social economics have a lot to do with things. I have no doubt about that. But once again, race has a component also, and we okay. need to acknowledge that. Just like, just like Patrick Mahomes, uh, somebody on TV described him as a, a street ball player. Well,
1: that's not even close to true.
2: Well, that's but that's offensive, and because no one calls Josh Allen that, no one called Fran Tarkenton, who used to run around for thirty yards and throw the ball. Nobody described him as that.
1: No, they wouldn't call him streetball. They would call him playground. Yeah, because it's
2: softer. Mm -hmm. So now we—these are the things that we're talking about within the last week. And like I said, man, I'm I'm gonna keep reiterating it. So hear my words. I know how sometimes people only want to hear the stuff that oh, it kind of stings. If you want to, to suspend Deshaun Watson for a year, I am OK with it. Mm-hmm. But you need to have that same energy with the owners. That's all I'm saying. Let's make it clear across the board. You know what I'm saying? Make it black and white, <laughs> per se, no <laughs> pun intended. But across the board, I'm cool with it. So I'm in the middle, but let's just be real with everybody. That's that's all I'm saying.
1: I want to address it. In- you make a great point. Make it consistent. That's not yeah. asking a lot. Right. That's that's really not asking a lot. Yeah. I want to address something that you said, because I think it's something that not a lot of our listeners can relate to. You said everything is race in this country. I'm white. You're black. In case mm-hmm. people didn't know. hmm <laughs> People in my seat will tell you race is not an issue because it doesn't poke us every time we leave the house. It doesn't show up when we watch TV and we can't relate to any of the characters that are anywhere. We don't, you know, somebody in my seat, I live in Washington, D.C., a very large city. I have no concern That when I pull out in my car and I run a stop sign and a cop pulls me over for it, it never goes through my head. Oh, God, do I have to quickly call my parents and say goodbye? Because this could be the end. So to anybody who's saying, no, race isn't everything. That's because you haven't walked a mile in big Newt's shoes. Right. To me, it's not. And I'm not saying that because I'm naive. I'm saying that. I realize society is built in my favor and I don't have the worries that you or your beautiful children have. Right. And to anybody listening who thinks that that's a prejudice thing to say, or that Newt is way off base, I'm here to tell you that sit down with the big man a couple times and talk to him about some of the things that he has run issue run into in the issues that he's had because he's a big Black dude. And if you come at us, especially this man. See, I'm getting I'm getting fired up right now. If you come at my boy right now and tell him that he's wrong or worse yet, you could tell him that he's wrong. We're fine with that. But worse yet, that he's mistaken because you're naive. Now I've got a problem with you. But I'm also going to say we are and I can promise every listener this. We are more than willing to have any discussion with anybody on Twitter, and we will be respectful the entire time. You will never have us trying to dunk on you. So if right. you disagree with us, let's have a legitimate conversation about this. Right. I see it a little bit differently than you do, Newt. And that's sort of what I expressed. But I don't think you're wrong either.
2: Right. Right. Right, and and once again, man, it isn't everything. And once. and I want to say that my life is pretty good. I mean, going back to the social economic uh, aspect, I live in an upper middle class neighborhood. So do I get the things that I used to get when I grew up in Northside St. Louis in probably lower middle class, upper lower class, you know, uh, situation? No. The, the school my kids go to is way better than what I went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had metal detectors. We couldn't play night games because it was too many fights and shootings oh, and all that. No my kids don't have to worry about that. Nothing happens. Nothing. They don't even have fights in school. It's so funny. I remember Simone came home last year. Shoot, like it was a fight at school. I'm like, what happened? Oh well, it was this one kid and he was reading this book and he said something about Pokemon and the other kid hit him in the stomach and everybody ran over and say fight, fight, fight. And that was it. And I just started dying laughing. And don't get me wrong, you never hit another kid, but coming from where I came from, that's that's nothing. I, right. I've been in places where people got shot. like Your own brother. Yeah, my brother was murdered. Okay. And it's like last year we went to a, a basketball tournament in P- uh, Pennsylvania and everybody started running. And everybody ran out doing this hysteria, everything. So um, it was a somebody pulled out a gun and everybody started running. So by the time he got to our court, it was just a thousand people just stampeding towards us. I never ran, and my daughter looking because we got the film, and they was like, "Why were you just standing?" And I was like, "I've been placed. I've been ten feet away from somebody getting shot. I've run from, but like I've seen. It. I know what it feels like. That's not a surprise to me." And she's just like, "I can like everybody's crying, hysterical, whatever." And I'm not acting like I'm a tough guy. I'm not. I'm just saying I've seen it before. So I'm just like, okay, I'm I'm trying to assess the situation. I'm looking around, trying to see. I didn't see anybody. with it. No, I did see a bunch of people running. Naturally, you're supposed to run. I'm glad she ran. You know what I'm saying? But I've never felt the threat. I've been in those situations. I've felt it before. It wasn't a shock to me. Unfortunately, you know, I'm not trying to brag about it. That's just my experiences, and we all have different experiences. So I think that there's
1: an important aspect of this entire Deshaun Watson story that I've touched on, but – I think we would be doing a disservice if you and I didn't discuss it a little bit. We talked about the NFL being light on violence or any violation toward women. Mm -hmm. Women is the demographic that has been growing the most with the NFL. So you would think that it would be within their best interest to show women that they are supportive. Take ESPN, for example. If you say anything slightly derogatory toward women, it's an automatic suspension. Uh, once upon a time, Tony Kornheiser said that, uh, I can't remember the, the name of the woman, but she was wearing an outfit and he said she was too old to be wearing that outfit and looked like a sausage. He was suspended for two weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Just
1: like right out of the gate. They're like, we will not tolerate even the slightest sideway glance toward a woman because we're in such a male-dominated industry that it'll get out of hand way too quickly if we allow the slightest thing. Right, and, and I applaud them for that. What is the NFL thinking? Ray Rice, for example. Ray Rice wasn't going to get any suspension at all until the videotape
2: came until out. Until you saw the tape.
1: Yes. And, and we know that in our society, seeing the tape is damning. Yes. But what the hell is going on?
2: Like- but and i want to bring i want to touch on that too okay the Ravens knew what happened it's it's they knew what happened it was confirmed but once the tape got out that's when that's when they had to take action because it would have been a black eye on us if the tape never got out then they never would have happened. And that's going back to the Texans. If Deshaun Watson never wanted to trade, if he'd be like, Oh, I'm happy here, I'm gonna stay here forever, we would have never known about any of this. Right. That's the key, and we know it. So that that's like that's cool to beat up on Deshaun Watson, but you gotta beat up on NFL too. But see, people don't want to hear that. It's easy, it's easy to throw rocks at Deshaun Watson because we all love the NFL, but you can't do you can't have a whole a more high ground with the player and not with the league. You can't do it. Right,
1: and that is the point that I'm trying to get at here, which is why, in in society in general, why do we not believe women? Why do we not protect women in situations like this? Why, if if you owned a company right now and you had somebody who was assaulting women on your staff, would you not do something about that when you had that knowledge?
2: Yes, because I don't have, I'm, I'm black and white. I'm right down the middle. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make a
1: shred of sense to me that you would not take action against this. If I'm the Texans and I know this is going on, I want to get out ahead of it. Right. Like, I, I understand winning games
2: is important to you, but
1: Texans suck anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so you might as well do the right thing. You ain't like you win it, so you might as well do the right thing to be able to sleep at night.
1: And, and I right. realize that winning cures all in our society, but why are we doing it this way like what i i I cannot for the life of me understand why the nfl very clearly does not have women's best interest at the top of their mind
2: because they care more about their product
1: even if you're worried about
2: more 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 about revenue like
1: like let's throw the morality out of this isn't it good for business to to believe women and to not allow things to happen to them and to come forward and say hey women we got your back out there isn't that isn't that better for business than stories like these trickling out
2: you would think that but look at all the owners look at the people who make the rules what are they they're, they're all, all white, white men. men they're all white men so- Sean
1: who's <laughs> not a white man
2: right but majority. Yes. So until you get women in these leadership roles. I mean, it probably gonna be, you know, the same. <sighs>
1: yeah. NFL's got some work to do, don't they?
2: Yeah, they do. But a lot of people gonna, hey, man, I ain't too lean for this. I don't want 30 minutes of talk. I, get, I want I'm listening to you all to get away from this stuff and all that. See, but that's not how I'm built. If you really want to have an engaging relationship with the Newtster, then we need to talk about everything. And so, but a lot of people don't want to hear it.
1: No, like, they don't. And
2: they want to be sheltered and hear only what they want to hear. And I get it. But here on the uh, JBD Big Newt Show, we talk about everything. So,
1: and I understand that. I understand that there's going to be people that haven't listened this deep into the podcast. It, you know, it's we're 30 minutes in. It, it's going to happen. No matter what the topic is. And I also understand if a person just, this is too heavy for them. It it makes sense. And this, we do talk about everything, but we also keep it light the majority of the time. And I, I don't want people to be scared away because this is a football show. This is not a politics show, but this seems a little bit bigger than football to me.
2: Yeah. Let's talk about the league Why We can't just talk about Buffalo and whether we win or lose and what's going on in training camp. Let's talk about issues that deal with the league. And, and once again, I, I keep repeating this, and this ain't to uh, pat us on the back, but we're two educated people. So we're able to look at it holistically and everything. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think a lot of – well, at least the people we engage with on Twitter are probably like-minded also. So we're, we're not made for everybody, and, that, and that's fine.
1: Well <laughs> – Ultimately we're all Bills fans. So that that's that's the unique thread that
2: well, we we're, we're like cousins though. Yes. Just like cousins. Like you ever you ever when you were a kid got with your cousins that's from like out of town. Yes. They're family but they're a little different cuz where they grew up at. Right. That's what we are as Bills fans. Yeah. we're, we're cousins. Like we're family cuz we all root for the Bills, but we all come from different political backgrounds, different experiences. Yeah, we're a little different. Even me, I know I'm different. I know I talk different. I'm country. I'm from St. Louis. I say here and there. People laugh at that. I talk different than the people who are Rochester. It's you
1: know? one of the things that cracks me up is when your friends listen to the podcast and they're like, "Is that what he sounds
2: like in real life?" Oh yes, they, <laughs> it's so funny, man. They say that about you, man. be really talk. I'm like, yeah, that's how he talks. Yeah, but it's like they hear your voice before they meet you. So all they hear is the voice, right? And I'm not like, oh, he's not professional. He's not that professional. He just sounds like that. He just got a professional voice. <laughs>
1: Did I ever tell you that I I was working for a company and we had an office in in Mexico City, and I was hired as like the marketing director, and I, I was kind of handing out some directives when we would have all hands meetings and this was before we were really doing video conferencing so it was all uh teleconference and i flew down to the mexico city office and they were all like looking at me strange and Mm -hmm. i'm like hey you know what's going on and (laughs) and this one dude was like all right i'll tell you what's going on here we thought you were a lot different than you actually are like what what are you talking about Like, well, we had a a nickname for you, which was uh, Vos de Dios. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, that means voice of God. And and we thought you were like a really serious guy and probably like a really big dude. We didn't expect you to be like this silly little scrawny guy walking around making jokes all day.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah.
1: Um, but, by the way, one of the best compliments I've ever received, Vos de Dios. Vos <laughs> de Dios. That's
2: tough. I know, right? <laughs> anyway. And that's fair. Yeah. I get it. But like I said, I mean, what the takeaway is, well, if you give Deshaun Watson a year, then we need to discuss something with the Texans owner.
1: Yep. And I so think cool that is
2: fair. Yeah. So I'm cool with it. <laughs> but if the Texas owner gets nothing, then yes, Deshaun Watson should get six games. That's fine. And he already said all last year. Right. You know. So just don't throw him under the bus, throw everything under the bus. That's that's what I'm stressing. Well, you know, it's
1: it's a hundred percent clear that it's only if you mess with an owner's money are there any sort of repercussions, and you're about to see that with Washington commanders.
2: Exactly. A couple of quick things before we go. Yes. Quick hitters. Did you see the Deion Dawkins film?
1: Yes. That is the oh, dream man. for every big man, is it not?
2: Oh, man. Explain he was what rumbling. happened. He was rumbling down the field. The ball got tipped and he picked it up. And obviously the defense didn't try to tackle over. They let him have his shine and the crowd went crazy. It reminds me of Sam Adams yes. on cover of the Sports <laughs> Illustrated, man. I love it. I, I love it. I love it when the
1: fat guys have, have the ball in their hands. Yes, I do. I I absolutely love it. And Deion Dawkins, the athlete that he is, enters the end zone and does a forward
2: flip. Yeah, he did like a somersault, (laughs) man. I'm like, no, 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 no. no, Do that. I don't like that. You too big. That's too much torque. That's too much weight coming down. I don't like that. And then also, secondly, what about all the fights that have been going on in camp? Yesterday was like three fights, and then obviously we know the Josh Allen, George Phillips. What do you think about all the fights going on in camp?
1: I like that there's intensity. I don't like that they're fighting. Right. Uh, it, it's a waste of time. People can get hurt. Yes. And the other thing is you have to be teammates out there. Mm-hmm. And I understand that when you split people into groups, it is the human the human condition to compete against people that are in a separate group from you, even if you're not in direct competition with each other. These guys should be going through the motions and figuring out their timing. Don't fight each other. Don't let it get to that point. And Josh Allen, dude, you're the last guy I want getting involved with people. The season rides on your shoulders. right? What are you going to do? Throw a punch, punch somebody in the helmet, break your hand? That would be the absolute worst and dumbest thing that could happen to a Buffalo Bills season.
2: We know how physical Josh Allen plays the game. I get it. Um, he gets – he's run to the end zone. He get bumped a little bit. He takes exception to it. But he has to understand who he is in the stratosphere of the Bills organization and in the stratosphere of the whole league. You have to act like a small guy that can't get touched. Right. And okay. he
1: barely got touched by Jordan Phillips. I know Jordan Phillips wasn't supposed to touch him at all. Right. But that was nothing.
2: That was nothing.
1: I had been but bumped then, worse than that on my way to bathrooms and bars.
2: But did you see also the video he was making a run and he kind of tripped and fell? Like, I don't want to see him falling like anything. I don't want to see none of that. <laughs> and okay. then
1: he played dead for half a second. That right. was
2: really My heart stopped. And my heart stopped. <laughs> you did like, mine too. <laughs> <laughs> so but before we go, man, I had to say RIP when we lost one of the great, Sunday, Bill Russell, the ultimate champion, the first uh, African-American to head. Not only an NBA team, but any major sports team. Uh, civil rights activists. If you don't know about what this man did for our society his sports and everything else, please look him up, man. The incomparable Bill Russell. We lost a great one on Sunday. So, yes. we'll be back next week, you all. And uh, we'll have our predictions. And it will be game week. All right? Next week. We play next Saturday. So, tune in to the Jamie D. Big News Show. Hey, hey, hey.